Welcome to the Care to Change podcast. We are grateful to have you join us. Today, we are finishing our series on boundaries with April and our human resource coordinator, Danielle Huff, discussing boundaries with work. Thank you for being a part of this conversation as we hope to offer you practical solutions for positive change. Welcome back, everyone. This is April Bordeaux with Care to Changes podcast. I am so glad that you've chosen to spend this time with us as always. This is the month of January and all month long we have been talking about the topic of boundaries. And we started the month talking about what they are. Uh, Our second week, we dove in a little bit deeper about how you could incorporate boundaries in your life. We moved on to boundaries in marriage. Last week, we talked about boundaries as it related to parenting. And today, we're closing out this conversation about boundaries with the topic of boundaries at work. And um, so this whole month, uh, if you're interested in any of those topics and you missed one of the episodes, I want to encourage you to go back and listen. Um, We have a summary podcast on boundaries as well. We can include in the show notes, but this has been a good month full um, talking about boundaries. And today we're shifting gears just a little bit to talk about boundaries at work, why they're important, why they matter and and ways you can set set boundaries at work. So we have a guest with us who's been here before Danielle Huff. Uh, She is our HR coordinator. Danielle, thank you for joining us today. Happy to be here. I'm so glad that you are here. You have been with Care to Change for 27 years just kidding no no five and a half five and a half years yeah so almost since the beginning mm-hmm. um and so working on um our culture um here at the office and um some people think that hr is all about hiring and reviews and such and here at care to change it's it, that's part of it obviously mm-hmm. but um it's really about how to create a culture of caring for the people who serve on our team. And Danielle works tirelessly uh, in the background, really creating new ways and keeping us in tune with the culture and how we are caring for each other and the people that we serve. And so I appreciate you, Danielle, taking time out of your schedule. Um, Danielle's married and has kids, so Um, has a full, full life, and you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with us to talk about boundaries at work, Mm -hmm. because you see it, you hear about it, uh, you talk to all kinds of people during the interview process and review process, etc., about boundaries and what they look like, and how do we plan for self-care, and all of that. Mm -hmm. So this is really your wheelhouse. And uh, we know that boundaries are difficult in our culture because our culture does not lend itself to having boundaries, especially related to work. And one of the things that we say at Care to Change when we interview people, we ask, what's the difference between a job, a career, and a calling? Um, and a job obviously is where you get paid. A career is where you're advancing and you have goals and a calling is really what you believe your life's purpose is. And the reason I bring that up is because the more we get toward a calling, the more difficult it seems like it can be to set boundaries. And, um, and so we see people all over that are tired and stressed and they have compassion fatigue mm-hmm. or burnout um, or they're just overloaded. They are the ones that are posting about they can't wait till it's Friday. 
um, that they're dreading Monday. And we don't want that for our team here. But we really don't want it for anyone because we spend a lot of time at work. We spend a lot of our waking hours. And sometimes those of us dream about work at times, too. And so work takes a lot of our emotional and physical energy from us. And so there has to be some way that we can establish healthy boundaries so that um, we can do what we do for the long haul, especially if we love what we do. So um, this is an important topic, one that's near and dear to my heart, not just as a leader here at Care to Change, but because I see so many people who come in here even for counseling because they are just uh, worn out. And really, a lot of it comes back to boundaries. And so wouldn't the world be a different place if we were able to set healthy boundaries with the place of our employment, whether uh, it's for a job, a career, and hopefully um, for a calling. So Danielle, let's just jump right in and talk about first, why does, and I kind of just spoiled it a little bit, but why does having boundaries as it relates to work, why does it even matter? Well, it matters a great deal. And if in just for a second, I want to talk about um, two things, technology, one, Mm -hmm. and pre and post COVID working, Mm -hmm. because one technology, we've got work on our phone. Mm -hmm. So at any point during the day, you Mm -hmm. could be with your kids with your spouse on the weekend, and you get an email from somebody that's working from home or Mm -hmm. um, just working extra hours. And Mm -hmm. so then you have that feeling like you need to respond. Mm -hmm. And so the technology is a piece. And then as far as the pre and post COVID, how people are working now, um, you know, we had the technology prior to COVID, but we didn't have the people working from home Mm -hmm. as much. And so there's setting boundaries when you're in the physical workplace, but now your physical workplace could be your home. Mm -hmm. And so there's, you know, there's just an array of things. And so, um, so when we're talking about boundaries within the workplace, whether that is in an office or within your home, it's Mm -hmm. important to set them, one, because it'll raise your productivity. You've got to have parameters around what you're doing. What are your goals? What is your agenda? Um, I know probably through the month you've talked about personal boundaries. And so figure out what's important to you, and then you can work from there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if you're wanting to work harder, or work smarter, not harder, Mm -hmm. you need to set those goals um, and what's important within the workplace and work from there instead of all over. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to have those parameters. I I think I'm hearing two different things from you. Mm -hmm. One is if you want to be more productive to set boundaries, which that seems counterintuitive. So before we go to the second part, can you talk about why setting boundaries actually increases productivity? Well, just think about working in a chaotic, chaotic environment. Um, if you've got a hundred things on your to-do list, where do you start? So you've got to first set your goals. Mm-hmm. What's your goal for this project? Um, and then fin- finish those goals and move on to the next thing. So increasing productivities, we can work from our goals and get those things done faster instead of what's what's pulling me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're working on one thing, but then somebody walks into the office, or you get a ding on your email, 
you're tempted to be pulled mm-hmm. to those and you're pulled away from what you're supposed to be uh, focused okay. on. Okay. So then if you stay focused on your goals and your agenda, um, that short to-do list, you can work through those and get that done. So then you're productive, move that to the side, move on to your next project. So when talking about boundaries, in this case, you're talking about a way to focus. Mm-hmm. And we talked about parenting last week in marriage the week before and um, boundaries in general, the two weeks before that. And one of the things I don't I I don't know if it was specifically stated or not, but being present, fully present is when um, you're able to fully connect with people, um, Mm -hmm. or at least it's one of the ways to fully connect. If you're being pulled away, you won't fully connect and I think what you're saying, you're relating to this to work. Like if I'm at work, but there are several different things pulling at me, I'm not fully present. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm getting stuff done, but I'm not getting it all done well. Right. Um, or quickly because I'm getting distracted by other things. Correct. Yeah. Um, okay. So when you're talking about boundaries, you're saying set boundaries so that you're focused on what it is that you need to get done when you need to get it done. Right. Love that. Love that. And the second piece of that that you were talking about was um, what's most important to you. So set the boundary based on what is most important. So I think, is that really first like saying, yeah, what are my values? And we talked about this even last week when we talked about parenting establishing what we believed our value systems are and then setting boundaries based on what's valuable to us what our value systems state the they are right versus just reacting to something right so you're saying use that same strategy Mm -hmm. as it relates to work find out what's most valuable to us and then set a boundary right around that i love it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. because i think if if you're kind of loosey-goosey with your personal boundaries, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to set professional ones right. either. And you're going to let both of those go back and forth. And it's just going to not, um, it's not going to be a a work environment or a home environment that's going to be joyful and peaceful. Mm-hmm. And so you want those two things to really work together. Yes, yes, that's so true. Yeah, so it's another, so talking about, um, you know, it raises productivity. It also lowers work stress because mm-hmm. you have um, you have those things in place that you know what you're working on. You have your priorities at work, um, and you're not wondering, mm. what should I be doing? Had maybe a conversation with your supervisor. What do you foresee me working on right now? What are the goals for the company? Mm-hmm. And how can I move that forward um, and implement those? And so then you're not wondering what, what are the boss's expectations? Mm-hmm. You know, what should I be doing? And so when you have, when you have those things in place, you know what you should, you should be doing and those boundaries have been set. I would also say that it maintains a reasonable workload. Um, you can't take on every single project. You can't say yes to everything. So when you do have that conversation, when you have, um, that priority list, you know what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. I would also say that it sets an example for others. Mm. Um, When you have, say, for instance, if this is something that, you know, we've worked through some people here at at our office, when you look at the job description, what's, what's really on your list and what's on somebody else's list and making sure those things don't overlap. Um, And so that helps with 
this is my job, this is your job, and we're going to do those the best we can. And so we can set those examples for each other um, instead of, well, I just want to be nice, so I'll do it for you. And then you've taken on way too much Mm -hmm. that maybe isn't even your responsibility. I also want to mention, too, that when you set boundaries within the workplace, um, it also... demanding respect sounds really kind of forceful, but it kind of, people know your expectations. People Mm -hmm. know what you're able to do and they respect you for it. And it's kind of going back to setting an an example. Um, If they know that you want your, your values are family first, you're you're involved at church, and then you want to do a good job at work. How do all those three things work together? Well, you've got to set those boundaries and say, I can only do 40 hours a week. I can't do more. Mm-hmm. And then you stick to it um, and you're able to to set that example. And people respect you for it. They know that these are the things that you believe in and these are the things that you're going to follow through with. Mm. I, I can see so many benefits to having a set boundaries. And when you started this conversation, you started by saying, I wanted to address technology and um, pre- versus post-COVID, and I've noticed a boundary um, even having a home office. We have a home office, and before COVID, it was my home office. Um, Now it's sort of morphed into my husband's home office, Um, and so I've had to make adjustments to where I do work when I work from home, and so instead of working in the home office, I switched it over to the kitchen table. And what I have found is that that was actually better for me, even though I resisted the fact that I was getting kicked out of my my office um, there at the house, because at the end of the day, um, we were going to eat dinner at the table, which meant I had to pack up and put it Mm -hmm. away. Whereas when I had it in the home office, it's always right there. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, we have a home office that has doors. So I can close the doors and sort of metaphorically leave work, right, to work. But it's all too easy to step back in. And so one of the um, one of the suggestions we made, I think it was in a, a post, and maybe it was in a YouTube video that we have out on our YouTube channel. I can't remember where we, we put it, but we said set working hours if you're working from home and 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 walk away from your work when you're at home otherwise you know you're tempted to do just one more email and then emotionally uh and mentally you're back at the office yeah and so that takes time to separate to re-engage with whatever is happening at home with your family yeah and so if there aren't boundaries with time and place working from home um like you're talking about it's you know when are you ever fully engaged with the people that matter at home, right? Right. If you're working from home, it's just like one more layer of this setting of boundaries and why it's important um, to set boundaries, especially like what you said, when, you know, we can, our phones, you know, my, my work emails on my phone. And so I have to intentionally turn it off, shut off notifications so that I'm not getting the constant urge to just check one more thing real quick. Yeah. So it's so important um, to fully engage with the people that we love to have boundaries related to work um, so we can truly leave and then to be more productive at work to have those boundaries um, um, for work as well. Can you give some suggestions on how to, I've been hearing some of these 
even as you're describing why it's important, but mm-hmm. can you give some suggestions on how to create uh, boundaries with work? Yeah, I first, again, I'm I, if going back through some of our podcasts that we've done over the month, I know people have mentioned just personal boundaries. First, mm-hmm. assess your personal goals and mm-hmm. where you want your life to be and where you want to spend your time and energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go from there because you first have to know what's most important. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're single or if you're married, if you have kids or if you don't, everybody's got a different set of parameters of where they want to go, what they want to do. Um, and so first, really hone in on what what your goals are, where you want to be, mm-hmm. um, even if that's just next month. And then I would say, um, just communicate up front with your supervisor. Um, why once you know what those goals are and you want to figure out what those boundaries are, talk to them and say, you know, I've been pulling my load. I've been pulling more from a different area. I need to cut back because it's increasing my time away from my family. Mm -hmm. And so just having that conversation is sometimes hard uh, because you don't want to feel like you're not being a team player because a lot of times if you do have trouble setting boundaries it's because of fear Um, you you don't want to be perceived as not being a team player Um, you want to be nice and people to like you and know that you'll pitch in and be helpful but that's not always helpful Mm -hmm. Um, so really assess yourself have that conversation with your supervisor about what that job looks like and make sure that that's what you're doing and also be okay with saying no no isn't doesn't have to be negative it doesn't have to be mean or rude um really it could be a a boundary you're setting for yourself but it could be a positive boundary for the company Um, because if you're not best suited for something but you're doing it Mm -hmm. you're taking that blessing away from another coworker, um from the company where somebody else could be doing it better. Mm. And so it doesn't, no doesn't have to be a negative. Mm -hmm. And then I would just say, if you don't have clear structures within your job, a clear job description, um, the hours that you're working, the goals of your job, also just, you know, those kind of personal parameters of emails and phone calls and work hours, if those aren't set, kind of get those in order and, and see how see how that works. Mm-hmm. Start there and then move forward. So what I'm hearing are four steps from you. Um, number one, assessing your personal and professional goals. Number two, communicating those concerns or issues or questions with your supervisor. Uh, number three, being okay with saying no, giving yourself permission to say no. Um, doesn't have to be mean or rude. And Number four, make sure that the structure is needed to support you, and that's through your job description, hours, goals, yeah. the parameters of your job, and stuff. Now, I can, I can imagine if I were listening to this, two questions that might come to mind: How am I supposed to communicate this with my supervisor when I'm super afraid of a losing my job or b not being a team player? I heard you mention it, but give an example, sort of how do you have a conversation? with your supervisor about needing to set boundaries. So if you know work has gotten um, bigger than what it needs to be, then how do you have that conversation with your supervisor? Well, first, um, I know that here, I can't say this for everywhere, but I know here we encourage our staff to pray 
first, pray about that. Pray about your role. Pray about what you're doing. Pray about your own goals um, and really where God's leading you. If you're not, if that's not something that you do, um, just really have an honest conversation with yourself and just be prepared and and say, you know, this is what I'm doing. Go to your supervisor. This is what I'm doing and have solutions. Mm -hmm. Don't just complain about what's happening why something's not working, but say, here's what I bring to the table. Um, Here's where I'm struggling and these aren't my gifts. And here's where I think it could be better. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that kind of you're owning it, but also providing solutions so that the supervisor isn't just, you know, left hanging or frustrated. And Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I think that would be a good way to go about it. Mm -hmm. So um, you you we've talked about this all week that boundaries come from a place of self-value so as it relates to work um you know that you're a valuable asset to your organization and so to begin knowing your value Mm -hmm. um and also knowing what your bottom line is whether or not if things are not able to be changed you know, what are your options mm-hmm. before you have the conversation? And it's not an if then or if this doesn't then kind mm-hmm. of conversation. And maybe it needs to be. I don't know um, the situation of everyone listening, but it's more about having that honest conversation from a place of value and saying, um, and I love what you said about offering solutions. Um, because as a supervisor, there's not a whole lot more frustrating than when someone comes just to complain about workload, because Mm -hmm. the reality is everyone has Mm -hmm. a workload. Um, The question isn't, do you have a workload? The question is, am I able to do the workload that's expected of me? And if it has surpassed your personal values for what you believe or your boundaries that you've set, and so that conversation is needed to come with some options. Um, I know where I sit, I appreciate the options being offered versus just I can't do this anymore I've got too much work Mm -hmm. on my plate because the reality is everybody does and so um it's it's like okay so you want to take some off and add it to your team members who they already feel like they're Mm -hmm. overloaded too where's Mm -hmm. um you know what what where is that you know how your team members going to feel about that so I love I love that you mentioned to have the honest conversation that starts Um, from the hard work that you do with yourself, whether it's through prayer or just your own self-assessment, but then Mm -hmm. to offer solutions when you have that conversation. Um, I want to talk with you about boundaries related to work. Um, I I always know when my team are, they're wanting to have this conversation because it kind of goes like this. I wanted to talk about priorities with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I always know when that's really a, a bid for can you help me with boundaries here? Mm-hmm. Um, when when I hear, I need to hear the priority of these things. What would you like me to do first? Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate that because we want to model having good boundaries here, especially at Care to Change. Um, the second question that I have is related to your, um, your third tip, being okay with saying no, um, even though it doesn't have to be mean or rude. Like giving yourself permission to say no. Again, if I were listening and I heard you say, tell me, give me permission to say no. And my supervisor's like, these are the things I need to be done to say, well, no, Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. my boundaries won't let me. That's not going to fly (laughs) too well with the supervisor. So can you walk through 
what does that look like yeah. uh, from a practical standpoint? Because, um, you know, when there's direction or it is on your job description mm -hmm. to say like, ah, uh, yeah, I really know. Yeah, I think it can go back to assessing the overall goals of the job. Um, you know, if they're asking you to do something different, um, maybe there's a different shift in the goals of the company mm -hmm. that you're not aware of. And you're and and maybe it's something you could do. But then there has to be some shift in priorities of what you have been doing. Mm -hmm. So that's really that that's where that conversation needs to start. If it's something that is immoral, you know, right. if you're being asked to do something immoral, right. illegal, of course, right. that's a hard no. Right. And I guess if if you're asked to do something that you just don't feel that you can do, is it because is it because you really aren't skilled mm. um, at it? Are you just being asked to come out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. and you say no immediately, but really could you? Um, it's just reassessing those and really getting on the same page with your supervisor and figuring out if I really could do it or maybe I can't, mm -hmm. um, maybe time constraints, maybe it's a family issue. Um, so yeah, that is, that is a super tough mm -hmm. conversation to have with your supervisor, your boss, but I think you need to start, mm -hmm. start again with, you know, your personal assessment and, and go from there kind of goes back to also it's usually not an issue of whether or not someone is capable as much as it is um what is it that's driving you to say yes mm -hmm. um and is that healthy for you right so maybe flipping that the other way around and saying um why is it that you feel like you need to say no and I've I um have a really close family member who was moving up in um the job that they were doing and moving up and moving up. And there was a point where they said, I'm, I'm either going to move my job or I'm going to stay right where I'm not going to move up anymore, which means I've met the peak of my career at this point. Um, and it shocked me that they said that. And so I, I, you know, I asked, why would you just stay where you are knowing? And they said, well, because I don't want to have to give up what it takes to get to that next level. Mm -hmm. uh, because that means giving up my family. And so I have to make my own changes and be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And so for that person, they were making a decision based on a higher priority outside of work, um, that they were going to say no to that next job that would get them a promotion. Uh, mm -hmm. Because the bigger, more valuable piece to them was what was happening at home. And so that was a hard decision. And yet not really because uh, that person was making the decision based on what was really most important to them. And I think sometimes when we talk about um, saying no and setting boundaries, it's about what is most important because we've said it all month long, you know, when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And mm -hmm. um, so what is the bigger, you know, what's the bigger picture in this? Um, and having that conversation about, what's making me want to say yes is it I, I need to hustle for my value is it because I'm ready to get that next promotion is it because I want that raise what is it that's driving me to say yes that's causing me to burn out so much mm -hmm. to really do that self-assessment and to say um am I ascribing my value to um 
this next completion of a task yeah versus just because i'm human and i'm valuable or if i get that raise or i if i get that promotion and so then the 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 boundaries begin to to blur and then um one finds themselves um overworked and resentful of their place Mm -hmm. of employment right right and so it takes you know this idea of setting boundaries and work it sounds all academic you know hours and pay and you know set your hours and you know walk away and turn off your and that's it sounds academic but I would encourage listeners to to look a little deeper and to say what is it that's driving me to say yes versus no Right. Um, because whatever you find under the reason why might be helpful in determining why it's important to say no at that point. Right. Um, and sometimes that might mean giving up something that seems, you know, important at the moment, um, because you know what you'll, you'll be giving up at home, for example, right. um, if you do something at work. So what dawned on me while you were talking was also, um, you know, there's a great shift right now. People are switching positions and jobs and places of employment quite a bit. Um, we see that it, at Care to Change with the um, number of applicants that we're, we're getting. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a recent meeting where you reported out the number of applicants that we had gotten um, for some of the openings that we have. And I, I was actually shocked at the number of applicants. So I know people are out there looking for jobs. Um, they're looking for things that bring uh, deeper satisfaction, maybe a calling versus a career or maybe a career instead of just a job. And so there are lots of options out there for people um, where to work and not every culture or location or place of employment is best suited for your personal value system which would drive your boundaries right so that's also sort of a hard conversation to have with ourselves you know right um and so going back to your role and what you do at care to change in that initial process where you're reviewing the applications to look for you know qualifications and requirements and that sort of thing and i think um wouldn't you you know I think most people will ask the question at the end of their interview, do you have any questions for me, mm-hmm. right? Um, you're smiling because we do this, right, in all mm-hmm. the steps of our process. And, you know, to be asked the question, how do you set healthy boundaries here at your company? Mm-hmm. What are the expectations for success here? What are the standards? That would be a great question to ask. Yeah. I would love it if somebody asked us that that question when we were interviewing. Yeah. How do people set um, proper boundaries, um, knowing that this is a calling. That's yeah. a great question for somebody to ask instead of to wait to be asked. Yeah. And I mean, and I, I haven't gotten that question before. A lot of times it's, um, why are you at care to change? What makes you stay? Mm-hmm. Things like that. But I would say that we do exhibit a good, um, example for boundaries, um, here. Um, it starts with you, April. I know, um, I think it was this year, I think that, you know, between you and Brittany, our director of clinical services, it was not one person was on call all the time. It wrote it, Mm -hmm. it went back and forth. And I think that was a good boundary to set. Mm -hmm. You know, I've heard people talk about, I don't, uh, check emails on the weekend, or if somebody emails me on the weekend, I'll tell them I'll respond on Monday. Mm-hmm. I think those are good examples of us saying, yeah. set them, and then we do them. Yeah, healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. absolutely. I love that. 
Do you have any resources for how to set boundaries at work or on this topic that you you think would be helpful for people listening? Yeah, so um, classic Henry, Dr. Henry Cloud, um, the book Boundaries, but he's also got a great website called uh, boundaries.me is the address where you can search his articles. Um, And he just has some great information there on um, all types, not just boundaries, but, you know, mental health, um, different things that can help people move forward. Also, if you're if you're kind of an HR person and you're or even not, but you want an article, Indeed.com has great articles that you can kind of just, you know, type in a search word and and they'll get bring up some stuff for you. Um, and then, of course, our podcasts are always a great source of information. So if you if you want to find information again on boundaries, this month has been great, but really any mental health resources um, for our podcast, I would recommend. Fantastic. Well, um, Danielle, as always, thank you for joining us. I know that we could talk about this topic for a whole month um, because people sure are stressed uh, at work and in their work environment. And um, we see a lot of people that come here because of the stress that they feel from their jobs and places of employment. And so it's a you know, um, I think we use the word epidemic a lot nowadays, but it's definitely an issue that this Western um, culture that we are looking at that um, we see the impact of our mental mm-hmm. health. And so thank you for having this honest conversation. Um, if you're listening and you're saying, yeah, I know I need to set boundaries for work. This is all great and good, but I'm not sure what my next step should be, I would encourage you to reach out. That's really why we're here. If you're listening and you're like, I'm stressed out at work and I don't even know how to begin, um, we're happy to walk that journey with you. Again, it's it's the reason why we're here, not just to offer you practical solutions through our podcast, but really to walk the journey with you. So um, thank you again, Danielle. Next week um, starts February. I can't even believe it. We're already in February of 2023 and we're starting a new series on the topic of marriage and so all month long we're going to shift gears from boundaries into the topic of marriage and so we look forward to you joining us Um, please feel free to share this podcast with friends and family like and follow and all the good stuff um, like you know to do thank you so much and we look forward to you tuning again soon Thank you again for joining us for this episode of the Care to Change podcast, where we offer you practical solutions for positive change. Check out the show notes below to see resources mentioned in today's episode. You can follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. If you have any questions from this episode or would like to hear more, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at help at caretochange.org. We hope you found this episode helpful and invite you to join us for more of our podcast conversations.